Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin. And welcome into the Ticket Weeknight. I am Nicole Griffith, your host, alongside Connor Happer and Big Sky pushing the buttons. Um, we had a little hiatus. I had a hiatus. We were not on last week. Happer was doing the call for the Class B championship game, I believe it was, for football. That's right. And I was back home in the beautiful land of South Dakota, Western South Dakota. So good to be back. How are we guys? You feeling refreshed? As ever. <laughs> Nothing has happened yeah. to really, you know, keep me distracted or busy during this week. I had a couple days off this weekend, and that was nice. So I, I appreciated that. And I, I do feel a little bit refreshed right now. But it only takes a couple days to uh, bog you down. Here uh, we less are. than a couple days. It takes, like, one news dump, and you're like, and we're back. Yep, exactly. So we're feeling good. Feeling great. Um, Happy Transfer Portal Day. Today Huge portal day. Is the is the day. So I'm kind of confused by all of this because um, the seasons aren't over. Yeah. 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 That's true. Like, there is still bowl seasons. Bowl, there bowl are, games. There are bowl games. And everyone's just like, okay, Oklahoma, I kind of understand, like, Spencer Rydler putting his name in the transfer world because his coach is gone. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of teams just like, and we're out. It's like, did you, are you going to a bowl game? This is, a, this is, I don't know, like, there's a, I mean, I guess I know why signing day there's an early signing day this month and you want to have a lot of that those numbers kind of you know fleshed out before you can do that and and this is when coaching staffs change because a lot of coaches get fired today and there's there's movement and stuff like that it's like black monday it is in, it, in, the, NFL. in the nfl yep it, it's it's the monday after the season ends in the nfl basically even though yes you're right there's still one more game left and for some teams there's there's playoffs um you know like there is in the nfl but you won't see a coach getting fired, I suppose, if he's a playoff team in the NFL. So that's where it's a little bit different. But yeah, I mean, the bowl games don't really matter. Uh, people don't want to admit that. But well, they seem to really matter to Nebraska. <laughs> so are they well, are you sure they haven't gone in six? No, years. they seem to matter to like the collective unit of Husker football fans. Yes, be- people think if you get to a bowl game, then everything will change immediately, which I'm not sure that that's the case either. 2016, we remember the Music City Bowl. I don't. I wasn't here. And the Foster Farms Bowl was great as well before that. What's your best bowl you've ever been to? I've never been to a bowl game. Okay. What's your best favorite bowl name? Foster Farms Bowl. That was awesome. The chicken. The chicken bowl. Did they give out gifts? I don't know. I didn't go. Like the PlayStation Bowl? Yeah. They gave out PlayStations. They gave out whole PlayStations. That's, That's what I look forward to most during bowl season the gift suites the players get is like yeah all right you get a 500 dollars gift card to best buy and uh you know 
whatever else is thrown in there. I'm like, geez, that's kind of a lot of money. That's why they're important. Yeah. People forget. That's exactly right. You think they're not important? And the swag and, and the, the backpacks that we saw in the years after the, the Music City Bowl is like Huskers, but Music City Bowl. We just didn't, we haven't had those in a few years. Disappointing. Maybe you could get that on eBay or something. Oh, I'm sure somebody sold one along the way. Any notable transfers you guys have seen today? Spencer Rattler. Right? Crickets. Notable. <laughs> notable. Um, oh, yeah, there have been some. I saw um, Terrence Lewis. Remember the guy that Nebraska was recruiting? He was a five-star, and they were like, oh, we might get him, but then he... I think ended up committing to Tennessee and then backed out and then ended up committing to Maryland where he was at in his first year at Torres ACL in the transfer portal. He now. tore it in the transfer portal. T- <laughs> yes, it's really dangerous in there. <laughs> he tore his ACL in the transfer portal. Um, Minnesota, I'm just going off the top of my head, uh, Minnesota's backup quarterback who was a starting quarterback before he was taken over by Tanner Morgan. His name is Zach Anikstead. He's in the portal. There's a bunch of guys. I mean, there's so many Isn't people. I heard on DP show there's 2,000 people. Uh, that sounds that sounds probably right, yeah. How do how do we get access to the portal? A lot of people sitting in there. I the How do I The recruiting sites do a good job of tracking all of it. Do so. I log in theportal.com? Theportal.com. Yeah, I think that gets you there. No, I like 24/7 and and Rivals both have they both track them and they do a pretty good job of it. But the real thing that's proprietary. <laughs> you could not have access. Oh, uh, the I, actual portal? No, it's the same thing as everything else. It's just a list of names. Like, there's not actually oh. they when they when they rebranded quote unquote the portal, the or the transferring a couple years ago and they called it the portal. Nothing actually happened. So there's not like a website? No, it's just people are transferring. There's just there's just a list that these coaches can access. And then they, yeah. So how do they access this they, list? Yeah, there, there's, there. You have to have a login. To yes. Get so there is a login. There is a login. Yes. Hmm. But we have access to all the same information. I bet Lincoln Riley's login is like, L Riley two. L Riley two, uh, password. V's. What do they say in Go USC? Go S- Sumer. Like he hasn't changed it yet because he. Boomer Sooner. But what do they say at USC? Uh, Vic, something about victors or something like that. Because remember they do the they do the V. They throw up the. There was a picture, a really awkward picture of him today doing the V. Oh, the peace sign right here. Yeah, it's not a peace sign. It's a V. That that's for weird. victory. That's, Very dumb. That's weird. Yep. This it, is going to be the Mecca with two C's. Is Mecca supposed to have two C's? That's correct. Yes. Of college football, Lincoln Riley on UNC. I USC. Do, we, I do love that moment when. That moment of euphoria as a college football fan base when you get a new coach. Yes, tell e- us about everything it. Everything is possible. Everything is on the table. The hope that you have in that moment is really unbelievable. And that that, that goes for, you know, any coach you hire. We we were all talking ourselves into Mike Riley six years ago and we we're like, Yeah, I mean, this could this could really, really work. Um and it didn't take much to talk us into Scott Frost four years ago, three years ago. So um, that moment is really great, and you feel like you're on top of the world. And especially when they got Frost a few years ago, it was like, wow, everybody wanted this guy. We got him. This is going to be amazing. Back. See you in the national championship in three years. Spoiler alert, has not worked out that way. Not yet. Not yet. That's right. Thank you, Nicole. You're welcome. Fight so- on. US- yes, thank you, Kelsey. Fight on. Kelsey, Big Sky's best friend? Mm-hmm. That's right. There we the go. Mississippi Mud Dog. 
You can call and text us at 402-464-5685. We have an exciting show ahead. Um, I think it's exciting. Shout out my show. I'm excited have for to it. to get people excited. Um, a lot of stuff going on um, I want to talk to you guys about. I rode in a Blackhawk. Yeah, we – yes. How is this not immediately what we're talking so about? So I – Blackhawk helicopter, not Blackhawk down. There was no Blackhawks down except after when we went down. You put it down on purpose. Yes. And I was like, Blackhawk down. I didn't say that, but um, – You could have. That would have been funny. Volleyball, Nebraska volleyball in the postseason. Pre- of course, naturally. Per usual. We are talking with Brent Wagner of the Lincoln Journal Star coming up in the second hour. Uh, Nebraska volleyball is the 10 seed, and they are hosting the first and first, like, I don't know. It's like the first round, but it's 1 2. It's like, it's basically the equivalent of regional sites for baseball. Yeah. So they are hosting at the Devaney. So the Devaney will have. Um, I know people were sad when the Rutgers game was canceled, um, but. You know, that wasn't the last game, hopefully, in Devaney um, because we kind of figured that Nebraska would be hosting. So more games coming at Devaney this Friday and Saturday. I will be there. And then women's basketball, 7-0. Happers fighting Amy Williams. That's right. They're they're good. Uh, They're getting – the challenges are getting tougher and tougher as you go along. But – They just produced triple doubles instead. When – I'm speaking to the air slash whoever votes on the AP poll for the women's basketball – Cowards rank Nebraska. They're seven and zero. They're a Big Ten team. What else do we have to do? We win games by fifty plus points. Score a hundred. Rank times. them, cowards. Rank them. Oh, there's a Cyber Monday sale on the Huskers website. Skype. That's good. I am also not speaking well today. Good for radio. Um, I'm just gonna lay that out there. I came in and I said, "Hey guys, we had a what did I say?" A hiatus. You said you called a hiatus a hiatus or yeah, something. Yeah. Like so that. if you hear me say the wrong thing, you very much did. So cry about it. Um, Nebraska coming up has Wake at Wake Forest. Yep. Big and Ten then ACC challenge at Minnesota. Um, none of these are ranked. Does it show? Maybe it doesn't. It show. doesn't show it on the website. Okay. I, the Big Ten is generally pretty good. I don't know how good Minnesota or Wake Forest are. Minnesota though. is who's their head coach. The she was just she played for the Lynx. Yeah, her name is um, uh, Waylon, Lindsay, Lindsay. Waylon. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, I used to work in Minneapolis. I interviewed her a couple times. Um, and then they have Indiana State, Drake, Wyoming, and then rank uh, them, you cowards. Okay. <laughs> yep. They're gonna. It might be eleven and zero by or twelve and zero by the time it's all said and done. Who knows? Go even further than that. I'm just saying. Next time, next time I do a game, Saturday, December 11th, at home against Indiana State, there better be a number by their name. They don't play until December 11th at home? Nah, yeah, they've, they're gone for three-plus weeks, yeah. Well, see you guys. Pack your bags. I know. They were, go- they were already in California, back, and, uh, yeah, then they got to wait another couple weeks. Yeah, I ran some of their highlights um, on Friday and Saturday, and Coatney, he that man is hyped up. Oh, yeah, he, he lets all, it rip. All the time. Mm-hmm. He yeah. lets it rip. That's what the fans love about him. He he really lets it fly. The you betcha thing. I I'm not gonna try to impersonate it, but No, it, I do not try. Yeah, I'm not I'm shutting it. shutting that down. We will have no no more radio on here. Okay, good. So let's circle back to the Blackhawks, shall we? Yes, we should. Okay. Please, I have many questions. Would you like me to ask him or do you want to give your spiel first? So I'll just kinda give my spiel. So right. um I was really interested in doing a story, I guess, on Something around Husker football that wasn't on the football field. 
I was just like, how can I make game day just like a little different? Great idea. Like I, we I, get all the same stuff every week. Mm-hmm. It's the end of the season. And People just, are burnt out on it. And I'm burnt out. And you're out burnt out on it. Like, yes, even that's fair. the media people, or I can't speak for everyone, but I'm just like, okay, we're getting there three hours early before kickoff. Like, how many times can you shoot the same people walking into the same building? Yeah, a lot. Right. And unlimited, apparently. Um, <laughs> but there, there. If there's another option on the table, it's a so. Good. I was just. I don't remember. I was like. I should do a st- I don't know why. I was just the national anthem was playing one game and the the like the jets went over and I was like I wonder who's flying those. And then it just kind of spiraled and I was like I want to do a story on the flyover crew and the flyover crew is very different. So it's like either the US uh, or like the Air Force National Guard or the Army National Guard or right. like some uh crew out of Grand Island. Like it's not these eight people are your is your crew like different sure. people get to do it so i reached out to the air force because i knew that they have done it before and then um how do you get in contact with the air force easy um you, you say this email. is nicole <laughs> <laughs> um, are, you are the air force correct yes no we do stories with them so we have like their gotcha their you p- know their people their their communication pr person is um like special ma- master ugh, i don't even want to it's like sergeant I don't want to say you it. got it. They have a yeah. PR person. They have got a it. PR person. Yeah. Um, and I reached out to her and she was like, Hey, we're actually not doing the flyover. And I was like, Oh, sad. And she goes, the army is. And I was like, Oh, would you like to know the army? Well, I know the army. I also know the army. Too. She knows the army. Shout she knows out all the branches. Shout out. Um, master Sergeant Scott Inglesby. He's great. Okay. If he's listening, I don't think I said his name. I said his name, right? I don't know if I said the, Oh, the, the, the preamble there. Yeah. It's, it's Hmm, whatever his rank Inglesby so shout out him so he emailed me like before I even got a hold of him and he's like hey I hear you're like looking to do this when would be a good time we practice a couple days before or we could try to get you up because I didn't want to ask to do that to do the real thing yes but I also very much wanted to say can I do the real thing yeah yeah and so we emailed a couple times and he goes oh and we practiced like a couple of days before or else we can like get you up top, get you up there. And I, my schedule was confusing cause I was going back home and I couldn't really get out of it cause I bought a flight to go back home. And so I was like, well, I hope I can like, it was the, my only option. I was going to miss the practice. My only option was to do go it up. On game day. It was to do it on game day. And so I said, let's, I got cleared to do it like a week before. And then they just said, meet us at the national guard at 10 a.m. That's and that's all you knew. That's all I knew. You're like, I'm bringing uh, my no, grandma. I knew camera. I, I <laughs> grandma. My grandma. <laughs> I knew one more thing. the The pilot emailed me, felt like he was CC'd on it, and then he said, "Dress warm. We fly doors open." That's oh, all. That's okay, all, that's a good hint. That's all his email said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, okay. So here, here's the issue. So then I get there. I do the interviews. And I'm like texting Happer. Happer knows that I'm doing this, and I'm texting him from the sky. Yeah. Because there was service. We were only, um, we were. Tw- it looked like you were on a. I told you this. You looked like you were on a big Ferris wheel, for when you when you started out. The, you you sent me a picture. Like you looked like you were on a big Ferris wheel. And then we did go higher. And yeah, I, I assume <laughs> we went higher. I mean, the stadium's pretty high. But when you, I don't know if you saw video from like the the people in the stadium standpoint, um, but I mean. 
you guys were almost in there. Like the and and it went by slow. I mean, some of those some of those you know flyovers are really fast jets, really slow, super cool. It was almost like you guys were dipping into the stadium. So I, I thought that was really really unique and cool. I think we did do that. I just am not smart enough to know like if we did that. Right. No. Like, I mean, it, you weren't that far. I mean, I'm sitting on the sixth floor of, of the West Stadium. You weren't that far above us. We you were know. 500 feet above the stadium. Ba- yeah, so barely, basically. <laughs> and it was it was super duper cool. So you're sitting there, and they I assume they have you strapped into a chair, very much strapped in. Do- so, door open. Yep. You're like go go ahead, have at it. You ain't gonna fall out. Well, they so they strap you in, and I have I tweeted a couple. Fo- I tweeted a photo beforehand with the crew, the pilot. So there was three Blackhawks, and I was in the middle one, and the other two, the front and the back. It was like staggered. So one was on the left, two was on the right, and then three was on the left. Okay. If that like yeah, I got you. Makes sense. Yeah. They, so yeah, like a zipper. There you go, triangle. Mm-hmm. And then I the one I was on was the only one that flew doors open. And then they strap you in, and it's not just like click it and ticket like seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole. It's thing. like eight seatbelts, like a octagon, and it goes like around your waist, around your chest. So you're not your going neck. anywhere. No. And then I kind of I didn't like get freaked out yeah that would have that uh, I would have been in bad shape I didn't uh they we went up we had to go up around 11 15 so we were in the we were in the air for like an hour yeah just going around north Lincoln I was like oh there's the the 14th and superior roundabout for the 20th time the only the only reference I have to this is so number one, flying, and and for whatever reason that's easy enough for me. Like you, you're you're sitting in a plane and it's closed off, and you're go- you barely see the ground anymore. But hovering over the ground is is definitely a different feeling. The other thing that I could compare it to is like I went I went to Vegas and you went in the big the eye the big mm-hmm. Ferris wheel, and that's a it's glass windows around you, and you're on your own little platform. And there's like a bar in the middle because it's it's Vegas, right? And I remember thinking to myself, and I'm, I'm super scared of heights. And I remember thinking to myself, this this, this is probably going to be okay. Like, I'll. I shouldn't die. I, I'll, not like, I'm not going to die. I'm not, I'm never worried about dying, but just like, how am I going to react to this knowing me? And I was a total disaster. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was a complete, I was a complete disaster inside of it. And they're like, I'm sitting there like, how long does it take to go around? They're like it's thirty minutes. So you're you're trapped. You're like twenty nine minutes to go. Yeah, uh, basically. I, I'm I'm a total wreck inside this thing. So I ruined the eye for people who were on my uh, on my Vegas trip the last time I went. But um, would you do it again? Yeah, sure. I could be. I could be. Uh, I've said this a lot. I could be uh, peer pressured into basically anything. Would you feel better, or would you still? I don't know. Be... I'd probably be a wreck again. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's what it that's what it looked like when you sent me the picture and then you're just kind of flying over everything. Was it cool to see Lincoln from a different like yeah. I mean from a different view? Like what is it what did it look like? Are you looking at downtown the entire time? No, we were like like superior like that roundabout. Like we were like kind of by the so airport. You're just kind of waiting up there. Yeah. Gotcha. And I was like, so we can definitely see you. I'm just always on the field level of the stadium. Right. If I'm like higher up, I could probably see them prepping. Right. the The timing of it is always super interesting to me too, mm. because that's I mean it's right on the mark. So do you know how? Did you Did you watch my story? You probably didn't. 
No, I, I, I you, couldn't get, I don't want to tell you why, but I could not watch your story. Okay, so I'm not going to press you on it because I'm just going to tell you because I don't have the emotional energy to fight with you today. Good. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. So they have two people. I think it's like Major Scott Inglesby and another guy are at the stadium on radio or on the phone singing the national anthem to them. Oh. And they they go over at Home of the Brave. Huh. That's cool. And they just they But just you that. wouldn't know that because you didn't see my show I, or my sh- story. I was not able to. And then we started going in and I'm like on the left. I'm behind the pilot on the left, but your seat is turned east. 90 per, like 45 degrees to the left. Yeah. So I'm like so looking. you're looking directly out the window to the east. Yes. And then all of a sudden I hear like, "Hey, like I can hear it." And it all it was very anticlimactic. You heard the, but you heard the crowd. You heard the crowd noise. And yeah, and I could look. I, I, if I could do it over again, I probably would, because I had my doors open, and they said I could like stand up and like lean out and shoot it. Oh, but I kind of, <sighs> I kind of failed to do that. I just yeah. kind of put the camera like out the window. I'm also terrified that I'm gonna drop the camera. Well, yeah, that would be a total disaster. Because I can hold it with one hand and hold the top. I don't know. I didn't get the best angle of it. But Bill Shammert got video of it. He knew I was there. Uh, two of our camera crews got it for yeah. us. Another one of our producers got it. So I just felt my phone go ping, 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 right. ping. Better than my bad press box video that I say. You also sent it to me. Yeah, it was so pointless. we didn't get a ton of video. Like, I guess I got some video like in no. the helicopter, but I didn't get a ton of like aerial, like. That's so cool. Well, and, and it also happens in like seven seconds. Right. It happens really fast. And all like all of that is timed out for the one thing. Then think about like, that's just a random, you know, normal Husker football game day. And it happens every time. Not to minimize it, but like think about the Super Bowl. It doesn't happen every time. Right. Think, But think about the Super Bowl and how that's all time and how they have what they have to do for that. I mean, that's just, um, you know, and all the TV stuff that goes into it, too. But, Nicole, seriously, I, I want to congratulate you because great story idea. And... Um, well executed. I like I. It was it was great. We we get to see the people walking in the stadium enough every time. So I thought it was an awesome idea. Why not show the people above the stadium? Exactly. Yeah, it's different. You don't you don't get that opportunity very much. Big unless sky. The, unless you know the army and they ask you. That's of true. Course. Big sky as a pilot. Did you think it was cool? Do you have any questions or concerns? Uh, I didn't even know that this had happened until right now. Yeah, big sky is. Off the grid, baby. I see. Off the grid. I pirate my dad's YouTube TV, so I still get all the news channels from North Dakota. It's literally in the outline, and I tweeted about it. Well, a ton. that's when I. I don't think I. I don't look go at on him. Twitter. Look at his flannel. He is off the grid. Yeah. This is if a- he could grow a beard, he would have a super mega beard, and he would not talk to anybody. I go on Twitter to tweet and to look at see, to see uh, mm. what uh, uh, family friendly swears Nick's using, like darn, and then that's it. What? He did a darn tweet or something like it was weird. Darn. He said somebody is darn good. Yeah, he said he's darn good. And then Rico Capper and I ganged up on him. Yeah, which is really fun. Okay, well, never mind. I hear I thought I was like being cool. I, it is cool. No, nope. I just didn't know about it. Nicole. Nope. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Um, we are going to take a break. On the other side of this break yeah. is yeah Austin Allen of the Husker football team. Back to the ticket weeknights. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffith. 
And welcome back into the Ticket Weeknights. I'm your host, Nicole Griffith. You can call or text us at 402-464-5685. An exciting show so far. Talked a little bit about um, a little bit about volleyball, women's basketball, the fact that I flew in the flyover that Big Sky seems to not care about. We all think it's very impressive, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. Nope, it's fine. I told you I thought it was cool. I just didn't know what happened. Nope, it's fine. Austin thought it was really cool, too. He didn't even talk about it. Don't You can't just bring someone in like that. <laughs> okay. I'm right. supposed to introduce them. Fire away. I'm also really bad at introducing people. Great. So, um, combo. We have joining us today Austin Allen, the former Nebraska football player. Oh. Yeah. Is that the weird. first time you've heard that? Absolutely. And yeah, just try to get me in my feels in the first minute. Hit him like a ton of bricks. Just so. start crying. Yeah. <laughs> How what goes through your mind hearing that? It's um feels like I just joined the team last year and now it's been five years later. And yeah. Hearing that is like, whoa, that's a shot to the, the gut. But speaking of getting hit like a ton of bricks, I've noticed that you <laughs> You cannot just take over this. <laughs> no, I just I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say whatever comes to my head. It feels like you always get smashed when you when you like you out of all the people and, and like it's weird optics too because you're the big you're like the tallest guy on the field but it always feels like you're taking the biggest hits yeah. for some reason i think i tweeted that you lead the team in getting flipped over when you get tackled because they don't know what else to do they're like where do i hit this guy <laughs> yeah. he's too tall I, I i just need you to talk about that for a few minutes or seconds because <laughs> yeah i don't know 10 you're, minutes there's no yeah. i'm just kidding i mean you're right i'm rather tall and lengthy and <laughs> awkward so and anybody <laughs> anybody hits me any sort of white way i'm gonna fall awkwardly uh, yeah it looks odd and see, yeah it seems and you like, spring right up well you gotta you gotta be you gotta be the tough guy you know but um i feel like if anybody sees a six nine guy running at him they're not gonna want to try and tackle him at the waist or anywhere right. they're gonna die right for your knees and ankles and um if i had a lick of athleticism in me i probably should have hurdled you it should try the jump yeah <laughs> Yeah, you gotta work that into the combine. It would, it would make the fall look twice as bad if I, you know, get clipped in the foot and, <laughs> and as I'm jumping. <laughs> yeah, that'd be an I issue. Mean, it, look, it looks bad enough already when I get rolled up, but um, I don't know. I, I probably looking back, I probably should, you know, try it once in a while. We ought to count the somersaults. <laughs> I mean, you can go back. Points, you know? Yeah, st- exactly. You know, I, I'm just I was curious about that because I noticed. Cool. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you think Smooth. that you would end this season with a record of 602 yards? Uh, I honestly didn't even know the record, what it was at the beginning of the year. And then about halfway through the, or three quarters of the way through the year, somebody mentioned something about me being close. I was like, oh, that's cool. And, and then it, <laughs> the, more, right. the more games went on, and I was like, oh, wow, it's a legit possibility. Like, I'm going to get this. It's not like I was, um, that was on the forefront of my mind. I mean, winning a football game was, right. um, was priority number one. But then when it happened, it was, um, people were congratulating me. Well, you were only like cool. ten yards short going into the Iowa, or something like that. Is is really cl- mm-hmm. you only needed like one catch or something like that going yeah. into Iowa, right? And, and then it, and then it didn't happen for a while. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't realize it was only thirteen yards. Thirteen away. yards, yeah, thirteen yeah. yards away until after the game, or until after my first catch, and they said, "Oh, congrats on the record." There it is. Like, Watch like, you drop cool. like a fourteen <laughs> yard, like the yeah. you're like short. <laughs> yeah, tough. <laughs> that would that would be rough. But no, of course he always comes through. The, he's the leading tight end with receiver. a hurdle with the hurdle and the and the flip at the end of it so you are not coming back next year mm-hmm. what what's you, your source on that mm, i think the person sitting across from me <laughs> who told me three minutes ago um no what went into 
how do you even like begin to like explain the process that went into that? Cause yeah. it seems like there's a lot of decisions that go into that. It's yeah. Um, so there is a lot of like, not backstory to it, but there's a lot of thought process that goes into it. A lot of conversations with previous high school coaches, family, friends, these coaches. And it ultimately came down to me deciding that like, what's my draft ceiling? So to say, cause I mean, I had a like quote unquote record breaking year and statistics it's not really quote unquote if it happened so i mean i just didn't want to be that guy that says oh look at me i have a record breaking year but no but we gotta start selling yourself it's 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 time it's it's got to be austin allen time for austin (laughs) allen now you know what yeah you're right i had a record breaking year this year (laughs) but um it it got to a point where i thought to myself say i have the same if not maybe a, a better year next year um what does that improve me in the draft wise is that a round maybe is that um where does that improve me and is that worth the wear and tear that would be put on my body for that year? Would I rather have that at taking a shot at, at the next level at the NFL for a team? And that's ultimately what it came down to is just how much my, where my draft ceiling is in comparison to how much it can improve to um, the possibility of me getting injured and decreasing that draft stock. Sure. So to say, how much do you think about like striking while the iron is hot? You know, like, like you said, record breaking year, mm-hmm. Uh, you, your your draft stock is as high as it's ever been right mm-hmm. now, and then weighing that against what it could be potentially next year, like yeah, you said. Yeah, I mean, you got to take advantage of a, a, a hot situation. I mean, it's it's people people are high on me right now, and and I think that it's I mean it's a good opportunity all around for me to take my shot. I mean, right for sure. They start talking about like NFL draft stock kind of like before the season, don't they? Yeah, it's it's they give you like preseason grades and that comes from your film the last couple of years and then a lot of times they do like a mid-season grade but i didn't see any right. i didn't hear anything about it well so there's was, just so many people that's right yeah yeah <laughs> and then they'll start now coming out with um draft grades from this season and i mean i'm kind of curious to see where do you, that is, do you not know like where you fall yet or what your no, what your preseason no, I, game grade was no um i mean it'll be cool to see but that's not really what i'm worried about i'm more i'm more concerned that I can take care of what I can take care of. And if I put up the numbers I need to on pro day or combine or whatever day Mm -hmm. that is. And I think like the stats and the size that I bring will take care of itself and whatever team that wants to come knocking. So now, now you have to adjust from, you know, Nebraska football and and the grind of that, doing that every day to now you're kind of, I mean, you're kind of on your own at the moment. You have to prepare yourself for the next step. What are the next few weeks and months kind of look like for you well i i I woke up this morning um on my own time which is weird what time was that yeah i mean i slept until 8 15 which is crazy yeah that's sleeping in a lot of people that's pretty early still but for me for a lot of football guys that's compared to five before that normally not that not that early but probably six okay um well that's look it makes a difference yeah it makes a difference woke up at 8 15 didn't know what to do um cook myself some eggs decided it was warm enough weather weather to go golf so i went golfing with my yes and uh you're like i'm a free agent baby (laughs) i'm on my own time now (laughs) nobody can tell me what to do no but uh um probably tomorrow i'll start my workouts back up and staying in shape and well, I think you probably uh, earned a he week gave him, off. Yeah. Him two days off. Gave himself no three. <laughs> yeah. Three days off is what Austin gave himself. Yeah, I don't think there's any shame in the, in taking a couple more days. Mm-hmm. But but then but then, you know, when you start getting into like, do you take feedback from, um, you know, I guess who who are you talking to to get 
you know, what you need to improve on at the next level and where you need to kind of hone in on and, and what does that kind of look like? Yeah. I mean, that comes with talking with agents. I mean, I'm yeah. going to have to sign an agent at some point and they're in direct contact with scouts and teams that, um, really evaluating me as a player they've watched all my film and they can see that, Hey, the he lacks in so in such and such area. And during your training, you need to get with him and find a trainer that's going to help him improve on this. And, um, that's kind of where I'm at right now is trying to find a, the right agent for me that's going to help me put me in the best situation possible. Um, so that, that's kind of my thought process for the next week or two is just work out, find the right agent, find the right fit for me. Yeah. How does, how does that start? Like, how do you find an agent? Um, connections. Yeah. He knows coaches. Yeah. They yeah. know somebody who knows somebody and then they refer them to me or, um, honestly just by a Twitter DM and then you can sure. do a little research on who that guy is and then respond to him if you want to. And, um, or just somewhere along the line, somebody gets your phone number and trust that they're just not a creeper. That <laughs> You never know. Yeah. Well, you said that you've been talking a lot with Jack Stoll. Mm-hmm. Talk about once a week. Mm-hmm. Do you talk to, um, what kind of are those conversations like and who are you kind of keeping in touch with like pro big red, I guess. Yeah. Jack's been the guy that's, I mean, I've been in touch with most just cause he's been the guy that's been there for me since my freshman year. And, uh, he's conversations with him are more pointed towards what the daily life in the NFL is like with Jack and what the process looked like for him to get on the team that he is and what the process is like when Ertz he was drafted. Undrafted. Er, undra- okay. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of what it looked like when Ertz left, and he was now the the second guy in the room, and how that all went went down. Excuse me, but conversations with him are, are great, just because um, if you know Jack at all, he's got his little those, his little punchlines, his only his words that he uses on every <laughs> single sentence ever. I don't, I don't know, I don't even know how to word it. He just got a certain bank of just punchlines that he uses, and it just <laughs> makes you laugh. But. Did he regrow the mullet, or is he? Uh, no, he's, he's okay. Uh, probably yeah. smart. On a side note, I, I'll let him come out with it, but Travis cut his mullet today. Not completely off. Oh, Not completely off. No. But, but it was – Like trimmed it? Yeah, he cut about four inches off. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it's, Is it, there going to be like a hype video or some sort of, you know, like – Gone too soon. Notes screenshot announcement from, yeah, from Travis? I don't, I don't know what he's going to do for the mullet Mondays or Thursdays or whatever day of the week he does. He does it for every single one, but um, – Oh, man. I don't know if I should have broken. I'm sure he's gonna be mad. I broke that news. Breaking but, news yeah. from Austin Allen himself. <laughs> now we're gonna have cameras following him around Lincoln right. just yeah, to yeah, yeah. see what it looks like. Uh, yeah, well, it's 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 a big story on the team. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who are your roommates? Uh, I live with Travis Volklek, Will Honus, and Lane McCallum. Okay, I didn't know Lane was a senior. Yeah, or, he, he came in the same class as me. I never know what age anybody is <laughs> oh, yeah, anymore. Everybody's got an extra year now, and they redshirted so-and-so year, and they got three years old. Yeah, he and, walked out in the – because I remember interviewing him after the Northwestern game, mm-hmm. you know, the big uh, Yeah, yeah, yes, walk-off. in 2019. And then yeah. he was just getting recognized, and I'm like, am I that old? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, he had – senior day? He, he, his career as a kicker was pretty short-lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, only only a few game? weeks there, yeah, <laughs> but – um, it's, yeah, it's crazy too. There's guys on the team who are 21 years old who are redshirt freshmen just because of the years and the redshirt. Right. Year. Yeah. Fourth, we have fourth year sophomores and third yeah. year freshmen. Yeah. Um, it's out of control. And then on the other side of that, Will Honus, another guy that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. is coming back for another year, which would be his what seventh year of college or something yeah. like that. Old man. <laughs> um, yeah, he's 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 a warrior. I mean, who can go through three ACL tears and crazy and. Try, his love for the game is just crazy for him to want to come back for that. But he has a mustache. 
Oh yeah, he's got a great mustache. Oh wow, and he, he is not afraid to rock it anywhere. And respect. Yeah. If he's going on a date or anything, not to say like he's not <laughs> in the dating game or whatever right now, but like Austin's be, just dropping all oh, this yeah, information. All the, all yeah, this the is good. My, my <laughs> he, he, he'll rock that mustache no matter what situation it is. Wow, he's going, he's going for an interview. He'll rock that mustache. That's that's good, man. That's confident. <laughs> so circling to high school, I have to ask you this question. So. You went to a couple of Aurora games this year, or I guess maybe how many do you get to go to? Not very many, I guess. If it's like only the yeah the well I guess three if you count the championship, but the two bye weeks we had, I went home saw the family and my little cousin plays in the line for Aurora, so I went home and watched. How them about play. that? Well, yeah. I was at two Aurora games. I saw you at both of them. Is that? And I feel like we have to like get video of you guys there. Is that like weird to you? Um. You're just like, can I just enjoy this high school game, like, in peace, please? It, I mean, it is a little weird, but, like, it, it comes with being a Husker football player. Like, I mean, you're going to get tracked and whatever. I remember I remember specifically the second time I went there, You got, we scored a touchdown. You caught a video of me just getting just just absolutely denied of a high five by the people behind me. You crushed it. Do we have, do we have know, this yeah. video? Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to it, make it public. It, exi- it is on Twitter. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, and then – but I saved it, high five myself, and then the other person behind them saw it. They high five me. So it was all. It was a good transition. Okay. Just, so were funny. those people like your family or just like? Just, who, yeah, they're my the friends. Um, okay, they just didn't yeah. give you a high five. Yeah, no, they just denied it. Yeah, it was a close game. It was the scut game, and then the semifinal game. It was yeah. not cold at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a bad night. <laughs> I did not. I did not go to that one. I was at the state championship game though. Um, we're a pretty good squad. I, the mm. the running back was yeah. a pretty good player. I He's thought. Baller. Yeah. Carlos, yeah, Colazzo was his name. Um, pretty good. I hadn't really heard of him before that, but he made his name known. Aurora's in good shape, man. Yeah, we always pride ourselves on being the small team in Class B that always made noise with all the big dogs, and um, I think they're going down to C one next year. So how how many years separated were you from? Wow, they're going to C one. I didn't know that. Yep. How many years separated were you from like Andrew Rodriguez? Oh goodness, a bunch, right? Like at least five, five or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's kind of the waves of Aurora football players. Yeah. Were there any in between that ended up being Huskers? Mm, Tyson Brockmire. Tyson Brockmire. Yeah. Um, so there's a pretty good pipeline there. Yeah. Uh, the the running back from Aurora was actually his uncle is A Rod Andrew Rodriguez. Oh no kidding! Yeah. Hmm. You there you go. Yeah. Time flies. Inside information. Oh yeah, it does. Well, I appreciate you being a good sport mm. because sometimes I feel like I've gotten Adrian before at like a Waverly game, and I'm just like, I'm really sorry, but <laughs> yeah, I have good. to record this. Yeah, so. that's good. Well, then there was a line of kids up for the – I saw the video of the line of kids lining up during one of those early championship games just to, like, get an autograph <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It was pretty cool. I mean, you know, but you got to do it. What can you say about your quarterback? Um, Adrian's taken, like, a lot of criticism over the f- years and finding out this year that he's playing with a broken jaw and a high ankle sprain, and then mm-hmm. he had to get surgery – after the – what game was that? The last – Wisconsin. Sec- Wisconsin. The Wisconsin yeah. game. Yeah. Um, just how do you just describe what kind of leader and captain, co-captain, mm-hmm. that he was? Yeah. I, I mean, my respect for that man has only grown over my four or five years here or four years that I've known him. Um, I've always known he's been a tough guy, but he exemplified that to a really high level this year, um, playing through what he played through. Um yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine having a broken jaw and trying to play the game of football by just – I mean, by how many times you just get simply hit in the head by something simple or um, – I mean, just a simple block. I realize Adrian doesn't block, but right. your, your head will just ring for uh, – just a simple – I mean, 
on the line of scrimmage block. But he's a, he's a great leader, and you can't say enough good things about him. But he's he's he was my quarterback, and he'll always be my quarterback in Nebraska. And um, that just what he went through as a leader. I mean, when you're a quarterback in Nebraska, you're you get all the blame when things are going bad, but you also get all the praise when things are going good. But um, everybody's got an opinion with social media nowadays, and they can say whatever they want behind a computer, and that kind of. I mean, it's not like we don't see it because, I mean, we get notified and it pops up right on our phone. So, you, I mean, you read it. And, right. Um, what he's gone through in terms of, I mean, that and his injuries and um, just battling as a as a leader of this team, it's, it's, it's unreal. You can't say enough good things about him, like I said. The thing that I appreciated about, you know, people would try to ask him, we can't, he never said anything about the fact that he had a broken jaw for the majority of the year until, you know, the very end. And, you know, people would try to ask whether it's, He's up there. He's like, "Are you okay?" And, and you know, or you pull him off to the side. He's like, "Look, I'm not. I'm just not going to talk about it." He's he he wouldn't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. And he played basically the entire season with a broken jaw. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, you ask him how you feeling. Like you could tell some. Like he, when he had a broken jaw, yeah. he wasn't talking right. Like, you good, bro? Like, right. No, I'm good. Like, well, let's I did go win this football game. I noticed the week after for the Northwestern game, just down on the field before the game, that he had the rubber bands in and stuff like that. And then he wouldn't have them at the press conferences. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. He's clearly hurt. I mean, yeah. his, his jaw is basically being duct taped together right now during these football games, but he wouldn't say anything about it. Um, and, you know, playing through the shoulder injury in the second half of the Wisconsin game, that happened in the first half. He played the entire second half and for an injury he's going to have surgery on. Mm-hmm. I, it's I, super impressive. Yeah. And that, that guy, ton of respect from everybody, I think. Mm-hmm. I know this season – you know, breaking news didn't turn out how anyone wanted it to go. We've been talking about it a lot. But what were some, like, personal highlights for you um, off the field, on the field, with your roommates, with your teammates? Like, what are some things you're going to look back on and be like, I'm, like, thankful or I remember that time? Yeah, I mean, we knew going in the beginning of the season that this is one of the toughest schedules Nebraska has probably really ever had. Um, just, I mean, we had some – some bruisers on a schedule and that's kind of what you get with the big 10 but um i'll remember this team i mean i've been here for five years i've been a lot of been a part of i mean really five different locker rooms and this is the most that this team is bonded and like really glued together and it was evident this year and on the defensive side of things i feel like they kind of led the um led the attack with getting this team bonded together and um growing as as a unit but that's the thing I'm going to look back and miss most is just the guys in the locker room, especially this year, just because how much we grew together as a team. Those yeah. those those close losses. I mean, what do you even after it happens a couple times? It's like, all right, one's gonna one's gonna go our way. Like, what happens when it happens? I mean, you lost nine games by less than ten points, seven games by a touchdown or less. How do you even like reconcile with that? It's tough. I mean. Feels like I've been a part of it for four years now. That right. Whatever curse is on Nebraska or <laughs> people talk about, it, I don't know. But um, people always ask me what I could attribute it to. Like, what what's the reason? And I mean, I just don't know. I mean, we shoot ourselves in the foot a lot. I mean, you know, whether it be on special teams and on defense or offense, and I think it just comes down to just all three cylinders of the game not executing. And when the offense is having a good day in, game, it seems like the defense is yeah. struggling. And then when we're both clicking, it seems like we'll shoot ourselves in the foot in special teams and something doesn't go right. So being able to play a complete football game as an entire team, I think that's where we lacked this year. Mm-hmm. Never got on the same page. 
I, just as far as that was concerned. It, you're right. You, you notice that every single time. How do you block out like the social media then? You said it's like hard to see. You guys see it. It just like people can tag you and can just like, it's not a great place um, yeah. after games. Do you just, I remember Adrian made the comment. He's like, yeah, I just had to kind of turn it off for a while. <laughs> yeah. And like, how do you, how do you see it? How do you not see it? Like, do you choose to look at it? Um, how do you handle social media during the year? Yeah, I don't let it bother me. I mean, I read pretty much everything. Um, the, you, Nebraska fans are great, and a lot of times you don't have a problem. And then when you do, somebody does say something, he's like, that was really messed up of you to say. You, <laughs> right. you click on their profile, and it's Joe Smo, 7964. Yeah. And then yeah. they have four followers. And you're like, well, he's just, you know, a keyboard warrior that's just trying to get under people's skin. And then you're just like, oh, that's – nothing at all right um but for the most part nebraska fans are great i mean there's obviously people who are trying to debunk you and dethrone frost and get it get their opinion out about every single thing ever but um it's not really a big problem how do you, how do you feel about the way that your group and, and it's kind of like we said before there's a whole bunch of different recruiting classes in the in the classes that you're leaving with um, but how do you how do you feel about the way that your group kind of leaves it and what's ahead for Nebraska football? I think we we showed just how powerful the offense could be um, when um, things are clicking for the offense. Um, there's obviously things that you need to take care of in terms of penalties and up front and um, running the right routes on the outside. I feel like sometimes we caught our, shot ourselves in the foot just because guys were on different pages of what we're trying to run or concept wise, but. I feel good about the <clears throat> the locker room we leave. Like I said, the the camaraderie and um, the amount of togetherness that was that we built in that locker room is, is I think it's just going to pick right up from where we left it, so to say, um, last week, right into the off season workouts. I think there's a lot of guys that are hungry to to never lose by less than a score. I guess, yeah, never again. that's <laughs> got to fuel people, yeah, right? It's it's frustrating, and I know guys feel the same way. And um, it's it's only going to pick up the 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 motivation and fuel that they have for this off season. Do you have a favorite NFL team? I, <laughs> I actually didn't for a long time. And then I, I moved into a house with Cade Warner, Christian Banker and Lane McCallum in college who are three of the biggest NFL fans probably out there. And they kind of like forced me to pick a team. And mm. I always played, um, we had a Nintendo 64 when we were little and, and we had the NFL blitz 2000 and it was the best. Just, oh yeah, for sure. And, um, you guys are nerds. To, <laughs> just throwing the bomb every time. Yep. And then I I always liked the Titans fire emblem. I, as a little kid, I was like, that's a sick oh, emblem. Yeah. So I, I told him, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to pick the Titans. I'm going to cheer for the Titans. And um, they said, well, you got to get a jersey. So we went to some, like, sketchy <laughs> website. It was some Chinese oh, wholesale yes. website. I love those. Yeah, and then got me a A.J. Brown jersey. So now I'm I'm a Titans fan. The thing about those websites, like you go on there and you order a jersey and you'll get it. It, it, it might be a month or two oh, yeah. later or whatever, but it'll cost you $20 and you'll get it. And then you'll try and go on that website again and it'll be gone oh, because yeah. it's been, you know, wiped off the face <laughs> of the earth. But there's like, you'll, you'll go to the same website. It's just like one character different because they bought a new, like it's, it's great. It's super <laughs> sketchy, <laughs> but it's perfect. And when it works who, out in your favor, it's awesome. Who is the Jersey? Who, who is AJ the, Brown? AJ Brown. Yep. Austin Allen, the Aurora native turned, 
Titans. And now put it on the scouting report. <laughs> Huge Titans guy. And if the Titans draft him, he would love to play for the Titans. So, Nashville. Nashville would be a cool place to live. Though. Yes. People Hello, Titans. Tennessee yeah, shout Titans. Out. Shout out. Mark yep. <laughs> yep. Get Vrabel on. Well, thank you, Austin. Um, that's really all I had. Happer? Yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thanks thanks for coming in, and thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anything awesome. you want to say to Husker Nation before we let you go? I mean, I, I can't thank you guys enough. I mean, you guys have supported me through thick and thin as of uh, being a captain. It's had its ups and downs, but you guys supported me throughout the entire process, and, and you guys, I mean, in this room even. Like, it's It's been unbelievable for the support that I've received and um, throughout the whole process in the whole five years, and I just I just can't thank you guys enough. And we'll be watching you on the Titans <laughs> on this yeah. tee Can't wait. Here. Oh, yeah. oh, there's our friend Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank cool. you, Austin. We appreciate it. Austin Allen, the former Nebraska football player. And we are going to take a break and round out the first hour after this. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.